Blog Talk Radio. I 
Good evening, and welcome to Wisdom Walk Talk here on Black Hole Radio and my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. I am your host and guide, Judge of Hamaria and Saroma. Now, September is the second and final mineral month in this water year that has opened a new age in human evolution with mind-blowing challenges and changes. September 11th marks the 20th year since the World Trade Center tragedy and the tragedies that came after. And as earthquakes, volcanic eruptions, raging fires and storms, and the COVID pandemic wreak havoc upon our lives, it is easy to fall into despair and not want to come out and up. Let's choose not to do that. Let's choose another way. This month, I invite you to join me in believing that there's always hope. Through my three broadcasts and videos, I will encourage you to focus on ways to grow your capacity to stay hopeful, hope-filled, beginning tonight with transcending fear. But first, just a reminder, when I am broadcasting live and you have any problem with your internet or Wi-Fi connection, you can listen over the phone at this number. It is area code 563-999-3089. I also will be uploading a video on my YouTube channel with some walk to self-mastery of this broadcast. And you can ask for right now, questions and share comments on my Facebook page, which is Wisdom Walk Radio, my Facebook community, which you're welcome to join, Wisdom Walk Community, my website, www.wisdomwalktoselfmastery.com, or in the comment section below the YouTube video. And coming in November, or it might be in December, I'm actually going to be providing a monthly talk back with me on my theme. So stay tuned for that. But right now, I invite you to sit or lay back and join me for an exploration into the inner landscape where we can connect to our souls and remember the true treasure of being human. Well, folks, here we are at the beginning of September and uh, coming, you know, into what is going to be our shift in season here in the north. We'll be going into fall and in the southern hemisphere, they'll be going into spring. And there's just so much, so much going on that uh, we need all the help we can get. So let's call on those ancestors right now. Yeah. Creator, Mother, Father, God, Source, all the one, all that is. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you for your blessing, your mercy in our lives, and for yet another opportunity to reach out to and connect with the ancestors. Mm. Ancestors, 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 we are calling out to you because we right now are in a time where there is so much going on, so much that would create in us a feeling of hopelessness, feelings of despair. And we know that that is not the way to go if we're going to get through all of what is happening. And so we're reaching out and calling out to you to help us step into hope, to have the courage to hope, to have the willingness to hope. 
And, you know, we don't really know how to do this in the times that we are facing, in the situations we are presented with. So we're asking for your guidance, for your love, for your wisdom, for your encouragement, for your inspiration to help us find a way to be willing to believe that we can have hope at this time when it feels like hopelessness is the right way to go. Mm. And so ancestors, we call out to you and we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for being there for us. You who can see in all directions at once. You for whom problems there and problems here are not problems there. And you do know a way forward for us and we're open, open, open to receiving that. Mm. And so once again, creator, I want to ask and thank you for the blessing of the ancestors. And I ask and thank you for all of this in the name of all that is holy. I seek the name of the Yeshua, the Jesus Christ, and I say, Amen. So it is. I have begun this week to separate out my astrological reports or updates um, for you in a separate YouTube video, which you can get at my my um, YouTube, which is Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. I also post them on um, Facebook in the community page and also my um, Facebook radio page. Um, but it's just a way to give more time for that without me kind of rushing through because I only have so much time to to do my spiritual spill with you. So I hope that you are don't mind um, and that it is a benefit. It's not just me wanting more traffic on my YouTube channel, which would be nice, but, you know, it's really more that um, it gives me more time to focus on, on the spills. I don't have to spend as much time to editing out my uh, weekly videos if I've already live streamed. Yeah, and I do it as a live stream, um, live stream the astrological um, updates for you. So I just did one today, and you can find that again on my YouTube channel. But right now, I want to take you into our elemental wisdom for the week because Friday, September the 3rd, we jumped into a nature week. Yeah. And the opportunity here is about being flexible, trusting the process, surrendering the attachment to your plan. Yeah. When we make up what we think is the best way for our dreams to come true, we are sure to be disappointed. Trust that the universe, your God, with its unknowable ability to make things happen in the right way and at the right time is more powerful than your brain or that of any other human. Want it to be right for you more than just wanting it. I'll repeat that. Want it to be right for you more than just wanting it. Yes. Let go of trying to figure it all out. Do what is right in front of you to do at the present time and know that more will be revealed. Yes, yes, yes. Connect with the magical and tricky energy of nature element, whether that is in the form of plants, trees, flowers, animals, or humans to help you accept the greater order and direction that you are being asked to experience right now. So the distractions, and there's five of them that you want to be on the watch out for. First one, being arrogant or stubborn makes sense. 
Two, attempting to change a no into a yes. In other words, when you hit that wall, you hit that block, instead of trying to make it not be, no, just accept it so you can go on to get to the yes. Yeah, if you accept the no, you'll get to the yes. Perceiving things as win-lose. Yeah, that's a really deep one because I know a lot of people have been conditioned either through school or sports or just their parents that unless you're winning, you're nothing. Yeah, no, no, no. There is great value in losing in something that we're going for. Great value. It doesn't feel like it at the time, but trust me, it is one of the ways in which our souls grow. So again, let's let go of win-lose. Let's say there's no failure, there's no losing, there's only learning and healing and growth. Despairing and trying to go back to the place that you know best, I also call that trying to squeeze back to the hole. Done that many times in my life, and I know it doesn't work. Yeah, you don't want to be like Alice in Wonderland. And last but not least, beating yourself up for situations and or outcomes over which you have no control. Yeah, got to let that go. Got to let that go. So, again, be flexible, trust the process, surrender your plan. This coming Friday on the 10th, we'll move into an Earth Week, and this will be a time to give that support, pay it forward, be an inspiration, and I'll share that with you in the next broadcast in YouTube. Yeah. So this month, as a reminder, on the 22nd, which is a Wednesday, we will have our Earth Day. Yes, yes, yes. And I am still pushing for you to find out about this global Earth Challenge, the world's largest ever coordinated citizen science campaign that is designed to use mobile technology and open citizen science data Global Earth, the Global Earth Challenge empowers people to help monitor and mitigate threats to environmental and human health in their community. And you can find out more about this on the website, www.earthday.org, under the campaigns, and you'll see the Global Earth Challenge. As always, you can take some simple acts to go green or stay green, also on the website under Try a Simple Act of Green. And also, of course, the climate change is in our face big time. So if you want to learn more about that and what actions you can take on a personal level, on an individual level, go to, again, the website, and it's under Act on Climate Change. As I always say, and I want you to really know that together, by being mindful, being hopeful, and taking of small, consistent, personal action, we can make this planet habitable for the seventh generations that come after us. Yeah. Moving right along, here's my spiritual spill for this week. It's going to be about there's always hope. And I'm going to start off talking about hope as soul energy. Yeah. Then we'll talk about transcending fear. And then we'll talk about fear as a teacher versus a tormentor. And, of course, I'll leave you with a PGO, a personal growth opportunity. I pulled out for you two quotes for tonight from two people who were in quite dire situations. One did not live as a result of the troubles, the situation, the challenge, the horror she was in. 
And one of them did. One of them didn't actually walk out of a prison cell to become a president. But both of them were able to provide the world with hope from their experiences. And the first one is Anne Frank, who said, I don't think of all the misery, but of the beauty that still remains. Wow. And then, of course, Nelson Mandela. I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. And my word for conquer is transcend. Ashe, ashe. So, hope as soul energy. What do I mean by that? Oh, it is a unique ability for us as living beings on this planet to be able to choose to have hope. It is uniquely human ability, and it means that we can transcend the material reality for a spiritual reality. Yeah, yeah. So that means that we don't have to just rely on our head to understand what is going on in the physical world that we live in, which I talk about the 3D reality. Because we have a soul and our heart is a way into that, you know, and that feeling through your heart, because we have that soul, we can actually, like Anne Frank and Nelson Mandela, shift up our consciousness and step into a higher level of consciousness for hope. And I call hope as an an energy because it really isn't something that, you know, uh, is intellectual. (laughs) Hope is an intellectual because you usually hope in, right, in a time when maybe you shouldn't hope, right? Meaning that the way things are showing up, the way they're appearing, it's like, oh, my God, how is this, how could I ever have any hope? It's crazy. I actually got a a message on Facebook from a friend who's, of course, very upset, as we all should belong in Texas to prevent women from choosing what they need to do with their bodies when it comes to pregnancy. And um, he was saying to me, yeah, I I hear you're going to be talking about there's always hope, but, you know, come on now, Jojo Pye, you know. And my response to that was, it's always darkest before the light. You know, unfortunately, things have to happen to we, so we can get to a point where we're going to choose, are we going to continue to, you know, not address human rights in every level, in every way, or are we going to ignore it? So, yeah, this is, this is part of what the process is, being on this planet, being alive. Yeah. I also saw a commercial from the Jude's Hospital, you know, they show those a lot on um, Facebook. And um, there was this child's voice. If I'm writing out my notes to talk about there's always hope. There's this child's voice saying, hope is never giving up. Yeah. So it is something we choose, and it is an energetic. And it's something that you get at through your heart not your head. You get at it through your heart. Um, And to do that, you have to be willing 
to transcend the fear. And transcending fear begins with accepting it. Accepting, first of all, that it's a very natural human response to things that we have no control over, that are, you know, um, unknown to us, um, bigger than us, overwhelming, you know, we're going to have a fear response. And like for me, it doesn't have to be something bigger. It can be a little teeny mouse. It drives me into such fear. It's not crazy. Um, and those are phobias, you know, and phobias are things that they've become very irrational. Those are very irrational fears. But sometimes we do have to go into therapy and get some treatment in order to move out of them or move through them. But this having fear at some level in some way is a very, very natural part of being human. And what I find happens a lot in terms of the people who come to me for help, what's happened is they've convinced themselves that they shouldn't have the fear. They shouldn't be having the anxiety. And so they begin to shame themselves and blame themselves. And once you do that, it's like you're putting a glue on the fear. Yeah, you like it. it's like you're gluing it to you, you know. Um, it's uh, like a crazy glue, crazy gluing your fear to you when you start to go down that hole of shame, blame, and, uh, and guilt. So we need to accept fear and get out of, I shouldn't be feeling like this. And definitely don't compare yourself to somebody else because, please, we're all unique. So something that may be very frightening to me may not be very frightening or upsetting to somebody else. That doesn't mean anything. That means you just focus on, okay, this fear has come to me. Uh, article that I found from Psychology Today by Teo Sah, let me get it right, Teo, it's Teo Teosaoside, Teosaoside, yeah. And he's obviously Greek, I believe, the way his name is spelled. And he's a neuropsychologist, a speaker and an author. And he said that courageous people are as afraid as anyone else. It is actually their fear that makes them courageous, not the lack of it. But they manage their fear differently. Yeah, and I'll leave that link below the YouTube video because it's a good, really good article. Um, talks about, you know, the seven ways in which fearless people uh, um, manage their fear, address their fear. Because, again, we have a choice. But if you can't even accept the fear, if you sedate it, if you invalidate it, I shouldn't have to be going through this, I shouldn't be feeling this way, you can't, you can't address it, you can't take care of it. So the first important piece in transcending fear is that you have got to be okay that you have it. Don't be afraid that you're afraid. Like, accept it. You know, there's a wonderful poem by Rumi, the great Sufi poet, um, that's called Guest House. And in there, he basically is giving us this message that we need to welcome these things that make us afraid, that make us uncomfortable. And within this beautiful poem, he says, be grateful for whoever comes because each has sent has been sent as a guide from beyond. Welcome difficulty. Learn the alchemy true human beings know. The moment you accept what troubles you've been given, the door opens. Welcome difficulty as a familiar comrade. Joke with torment brought by 
the friend. Yeah. Really deep and powerful. So fear as a teacher versus a tormentor. You know, Rumi is encouraging us to get acquainted with our fear and and don't run from them, don't hide from them, but say, come on in, sit down, have some tea, let's talk, you know. Um, because in that way, you can be able to ask the fear to become your teacher, not your tormentor. And you do that by asking it, what do I need to shift up, release, let go, transform, or just avoid in my life right now? Yeah. You know, Sidney Poitier in a wonderful documentary that was done by him, and he talked about his experience of leaving um, the Bahamas and coming up to New York City to, you know, make his fortune uh, and uh, gets involved in acting. But he had never been outside of that climate before. So he comes into New York and he faces his first winter. Yeah. And all Sydney says is the winter was a teacher. So you can imagine, you can imagine. And I never forget that because I think it's so cool uh, about how, you know, we get sent these circumstances or these situations that really are preparing us because, you know, his story is that he survives the New York winter and goes on to become a very, very famous actor and the first black man to win an Oscar. Um, and, uh, you know, I myself have had the experience of having to learn how to have fear become my teacher rather than my tormentor. You know, about seven years ago, I was in a situation where I had my financial rug pulled out from under me, and I knew it was coming. I actually, you know, I actually was okay with that. But at the same time, I was really upset and angry and totally in fear because I was leaving a place I thought I would be for the rest of my life. And I was doing work in a way I had, like, I'd, gotten it down, packed, like it was working, you know, the, the environment, the setup, everything, it was all in order. And now all of that was gone in boxes or I threw it out to the garbage or, you know, gave it away to the goodwill and friends or, you know, people storing it for me. I still have people storing stuff for me, folks. I still have that. But, um, you know, at the time I was just in so much fear and, and so much pain, like, you know, physical pain, emotional pain. It was and I was totally invalidating the fear. I was totally beating myself up. Oh, you shouldn't have to be going through this, and it's all your fault, and blah, 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 whatever, you know. And I was a really difficult person to be around at that time, me with my higher consciousness, right? No, I was reduced to a victim. I was reduced to the fear running the show. It had crazy glued itself to me. Thank goodness, though, I'd had enough discipline and done practice of connecting with my soul that I did get a message that, you know, you, 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 you've been praying about getting healthier. And um, so why don't you focus on that? And you also want to write that book. Why don't you focus on that? So that's what I chose to do. And I ended up out in Arizona. And eventually, I ended up here. And eventually, ta-da, can you see it? Ah, the book got written. Um, and I am much healthier. I am much stronger. I'm much, feeling much more fulfilled in my life by that move, by that shift, by that change. Um, and I, I believe 
I'm more able to make contributions, stay on purpose and alignment with my purpose than I probably would have been if I had stayed in the environment and the situation where I thought I was going to be for the rest of my life. Yeah. But I had to really, you know, um, learn that I couldn't get out of the fear. It was real. And I really did have to talk to it. And I had to ask it, okay, what, am, what do you need me to let go of today? What do you need me to shift today? And, you know, spirit gave me definitely experiences of, yeah, you're doing the right thing. Like I can remember when I first got to Arizona and I was really, you know, just a mess. And I'm sleeping on my friend's couch the first night and I'm beating myself up. Like, look at how old you are and how sick you are. And you on a friend's couch, you failed in your life. You know, it's like all that pain body talk, right? You know, but the next morning I woke up feeling the sun on my face and seeing this clear blue sky in the tops of palm trees. And I just started crying because it hit me. You know, my soul spoke to me and said, you've been blessed with exactly what you asked God for. You have the opportunity. You're in the right environment where you can get healthy. And that is exactly what happened. But, uh, yeah, we will go kicking and screaming, folks. But let me tell you, you can choose to have fear become your greatest teacher and to learn how to get the learning you need, what you need to let go of, what you need to shift up, what you need to avoid, what you need to, you know, transform, all of that you will learn if you allow the fear to be your teacher. And that's how you transcend it. And so here's my personal growth opportunity for you this week. I want you to contemplate first, ask yourself what you are currently feeling hopeless about and write it down, draw it out, or find something organic that symbolizes that to you and be brutally honest with yourself. Next, you're going to place this on your altar, a mineral altar, because we are definitely in a mineral month of September. Uh, it doesn't have to be, but it just, again, the energy is there for the minerals to work for you. And in a sacred manner, you're going to invoke your non-physical guides, teachers, and supporters, angels, spirit guides, and then you're going to just leave it there, okay? You're going to leave it on that altar. Next, you're going to consciously, directly invoke your ancestors, and you're going to ask them to remind you of when they were in a hopeless situation that they survived and what got them through. Yeah, because if they hadn't survived, folks, you wouldn't be here. Just like me, if my ancestors hadn't survived slavery, I wouldn't be here. So they know something. They know something, and you need to get that something that they know from them. Yeah. And then next, what you're going to do is take what is revealed to you. Sometimes it comes through a song. Like I got that song from James Cleveland and the um, New Jersey Mass Choir. I don't feel no ways tired. I know which, where I've come from. I don't believe he's brought me this far to leave me. You know that song? Yeah, yeah. That came to me. Um, and that really, really helped me. Um, so however that gets revealed to you, you're going to take that message or that information 
and you're going to create a mantra out of it that you're going to speak every day in your willingness to choose to become hopeful, okay? And I will write this out for you, leave it underneath the YouTube video and on my Facebook page. I promise I will. Sometimes I don't do that, but this time I'm really going to do it. My Sarah saying comes to you tonight, and by the way, this is very synchronistic. Her birth name was Hope. Yeah, her birth name was Hope. And this one I'm going to share with you is from a greeting card posted in her kitchen that she had posted here. And it says, I get up, I walk, I fall down, meanwhile, I keep dancing. And it's attributed to somebody whose last name is Hillel, H-I-L-L-E-L, yeah. So the message is keep on dancing, keep on dancing. Okay, as always, I'm going to close out my show tonight by first thanking my wonderful engineer, Miss Yvette Parker, and the entire Black Hole Radio D-Well family, Brother Forrest, Brother Jason, everyone. And thank you so much for giving me platform and supporting my work on a weekly basis. Next, I'm going to shout out to all my regular listeners out there and to those of you who may have wisdom walk with me, you know who you are, to my family on both coasts, my spiritual kin everywhere, my transformational leadership colleagues, my medicine brothers and sisters around the world, and those who may be listening or watching in for the first time. Big thank you. I couldn't do this without your support. Now, I am wanting to see my YouTube channel grow because I do want my messages getting out to more people. And so I am asking you, if you haven't already, to take a moment, go to the website, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery, and subscribe. And also like to do with the YouTube algorithm, algorithms, they call it. So the more likes you get, the better. So subscribe and like. Uh, hit the bell, too, so you can get all of my um, notices when they come out automatically. And for this, I am greatly heartfelt thankful to you. Now, next week, I'll continue my spills on There's Always Hope with Seeking the Treasure in Trouble one of my other favorite things to talk about. The book, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery, Ancient Wisdom for Transforming Pain, available at Amazon, Kindle, Barnes & Nobles. I believe it's still through Barnes & Nobles, but I know it's through Walmart. Um, I even saw, um, saw it being sold on some other sites. Yeah, so you can Google it, but uh, it still should be um, easy to find. And... Uh, Hopefully, it will be a help and a support to you and a guide to you as you're taking on this important work of learning how to transform your pain and transcend your fear. Yeah. And last but not least, I'd like to thank my God, my ancestors, my spirit guides, loving entities, everything that walks with me, keeps my head to the sky, my feet on the ground, and my heart open to do this important work with and for all of you. Please have a healthy and safe nature week, surrendering attachment to your plan, 
Um, tomorrow, September 6th, is a big, powerful astrological day. Check out my YouTube. We've got trines. We've got a new moon, time, time to set a new intention. And also, we're not out of COVID yet. There are more, um, unfortunately, more variants around. So wear your mask. Practice social distancing and safe relating. Wash those hands frequently. Avoid perceived safety. Embrace science safety. And most importantly, please, please remember, you are not disposable. In fact, you are divine. Good night now. I hope you enjoy Convergence, and, and thanks again for sharing this part of your lives with us. It's been a real pleasure.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.